welcome to our very special Two Network Transfer Update with me, Adam. I'm here live in Porto. I've come to see the Porto Friendly tomorrow night, uh, courtesy of True Faith. Um, head over to TF Weekly Pod on Twitter uh, to catch loads more content on there. So, we've, in the last uh, 24 hours, 48 hours, we've, we've, we've confirmed the signing of a Swiss defender, uh, Fabian Shah, um, on a cut price deal due to a, a relegation release clause from Deportivo. So Shah's arrived um, as a replacement for Chancellor Mbemba, who indeed went to Porto, um, but I don't think he'll make it tomorrow because I think he's injured. So <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, so Shah comes in for three million, um, which, you know, given that he has a lot of pedigree, um, had loads of potential when he was at Ball, he's won the league title three times there. Um, he's got experiences in his, I think he's about 26, mid-20s. He's got about 47 caps uh, for, 44 caps for, for Switzerland as well. So he, he's played in Germany, he's played in, for Hoffenheim, he's played for Deportivo in La Liga, although that was only last year and that was a very unsuccessful season for the club. And he's played in, in, in Switzerland in football. So he's, he's been around Europe, he has experience, he's got a lot of, he's played the World Cup as well uh, for Switzerland. Um, in fact, you might know him for manhandling Mitrud. When Mitrud went down uh, in the Serbia game and he was manhandled by two Swiss defenders, one of them was Shaw. So there you go, that's going to be awkward. Um, so, from my perspective, I mean, Fabian Shaw was always somebody who had a lot of potential. He was always good on football manager a few years back. So, you know, there's something about him, and I know a lot of people are balking at the £3 million, you know. Transfer fees aren't indicative of talent. He had a three million pound release clause because Deportivo probably didn't expect to get relegated. Um, his agents done worked wonders there. I mean, yeah, he might not be worth in real terms too much more than that. But ultimately, what you've got to take this as is: Is Shaw going to be better than Mbemba? Given that Mbemba, yes, Mbemba has good talent, but as as Rafa Benitez has said. He hasn't settled, he wasn't committed to learning the language, that was a huge barrier. So he wasn't even going to play Mbemba, so Mbemba comes out and in comes a guy who has just played in the World Cup for his country, who they did relatively well to get out of the group as well, he was a part of that, and he comes with a lot of experience. And is he better than Kieran Clark? Probably is my answer to that, I don't know for sure, because I haven't seen a lot of him play, but is he better? Than Clark. I mean, ultimately, what we need him to be is uh, a backup option for Lejeune and the cells. So Lejeune's got a bit of a knee injury at the minute, um, which is slightly concerning. Although uh, hopefully those fears are going to be allayed. But so you might come in a bit sooner than we expect. But we needed somebody who. I mean, he just fits the bill, doesn't he? We are on a tight. I mean, let's not get into the politics of this, but we are on a very tight budget. We don't have a lot of manoeuvrability in the transfer market. So you get a World Cup player who did well for his country, who has played in a, a few, of, a couple of the top leagues in, on the continent, and, and has had huge potential in the past. You know, he might, you know, Barcelona was sniffing around him when he was at Baal, for example. He he's a decent player, and you know, when Newcastle United, we, we, 
can't expect to get <laughs> the most amazing defensive talent. So to get somebody like Shaw, who could turn it around, could really do things in England. And the only reason that we were able to even get him is because of a relegation from a, from a side that probably wasn't expecting to get relegated. So from my perspective, I think it's a fantastic addition. He'll be pushing for first team, and I think he certainly comes in as third choice ahead of Kieran Clark, which I think can only be a good thing. No offence to Kieran Clark, but when he did come in uh, before Christmas, when Lascelles was injured, I found his position all over the place. I think Lejeune got a lot of uh, unwarranted uh, criticism for that uh, for, for that run, but I, I think Clark was very much culpable as well, and given that Clark had played in the Premier League before, Lejeune was just trying to settle into a new country, a new league. Obviously, Lejeune turned it round from February onwards, that, that, that you know, famous Man United game. But I think you know we need to bolster options, and Mbemba wasn't ever going to get a game, so Shaw comes in and can push for first team, and I think he looks a really solid player, and we'll see what comes of it. I think he's... We've got him for his peak years, I think, at the age of, sort of 26, uh, around that. So, really pleased with that. Three million, don't judge a player based on a relegation release clause, okay? Um, everyone thought that Marino was worth more than the, than the 12 million pound or the 10 million pound release clause that he went to, um, he went back to Sociedad for. So, it works both ways, guys. <laughs> Um, so the other signing that has, well, we've, we've confirmed that the, um, that the deal has been agreed, uh, player terms have been confirmed, we're just awaiting a work permit for the Japanese striker Yoshinori Muto. Now, he played for Mainz uh, last season, um, got eight, he was their top goal scorer with eight goals and two assists. There's a lot of people maybe criticising him, saying, well, eight goals, that's that's nothing. But eight goals is what our top goal scorer, Jose Perez, got last season. Eight goals is more than Dwight Gale got last season for us. Eight goals is more than Hosselu got for us. What we've got to do, as I said with Shaw, is he better than the backup? You, you, you take every transfer, potential transfer, in context to our squad, right? Being realistic. Is he an improvement on Gale, we don't know yet because it's, it's, it's coming in from a different country. Will he adapt to the English game? He had 82 minutes played in the World Cup, so he's got it. That's another World Cup player that we have. Um, again, that's not necessarily indicative of talent. Um, he's coming for nine and a half million, um, obviously, work permit pending. But from what people say, you know, I haven't seen a lot of him play, uh, I'll be honest with you, I really haven't. But he looks to be mobile, he looks to be energetic, um, and, he's, and he's got a bit of pace as well. And if you look at what Gale brought to the team, I mean, Gale, Gale did a, got, a, got a lot of things right last season in terms of his work rate. He was able to do the high press that Benitez absolutely wants to do. He, and, and he did that in tandem with the Jose Perez. His mobility, his anticipation was really good, but Dwight Gale lacked that composure in front of goal to get up to get to get some shots away. And I probably see Muto as a replacement for Gale. I, I, I genuinely believe Gale will go. I think he'll probably be using him as a make weight for a Rondon deal. 
I, re I really think that will happen now, certainly that Muta, so Muta comes in with the qualities of Gale, but I think the idea is Benitez sees Muto as an upgrade on Gale in terms of his finishing. Um, again, being mindful to, to, to not just focus on, oh, but he only scored eight goals. I think it's more about how that player will fare in a Rafa Benitez system. We know how Gale fares in a Rafa Benitez system in the Premier League, but how will Muto fare in the Premier League? He might comfortably get 10 goals, for example, I think he's a very much a Rafa Benitez player in the sense that he his work ethic is, is good, he has lots of stamina, he, he will harry defenders and he will force mistakes and I think that alone as, as, a, as an outlet certainly on the counter attack in terms of, of, of pace, breaking fast, John Joe Shelby balls over the top, Kennedy whipping balls in, I mean yeah we've all looked at YouTube compilations, it doesn't tell us a lot but what it does say is that he scored a fair few goals with his head which Gale doesn't. So there's a lot of people saying, well, why don't we just stick with gear? Why don't we stick with strikers that we've got? It's not worth it. Well, let's let's not judge the lad before he's even had a chance to get the work permit agreed. Given how our strikers performed last season, Mitrovic, how he's performed in terms of Newcastle, not Fulham, how Hosselu and Gale performed for Newcastle, is that they weren't good enough. And personally, I would, I'm happy to see us roll the dice on this. Roll the dice on the strikers. Get Muto in. Get Rondon in. I, I, I would really like to see him come in. I think they've both got um, complementary attributes as well. Give us something different. Offer options up front. And let's see what happens. I, I'm, I can probably guess how Gale is going to perform next season. It will be similar. He loses confidence in front of goal. He gets, he does really well to work hard and get himself in the right positions, but it's the Premier League and you need more than that. I think we're hoping that, he, that Muto comes in and he can apply that finishing touch in front of goal that we were kind of lacking. So, nine and a half million for Japanese international. I think he's got 25 caps, two goals, um, which isn't loads, but we don't know what systems he's been played in. We don't... That can say a lot, you know, it really can. In fact, thinking of, um, thinking of the, the likes of um, international goals and caps, here's a little stat I picked out. Um, so, back to Shah. So, international performance, um, Raheem Sterling, 44 caps to date for England, two goals. Fabian Shah, 42 caps, seven goals. Stick him up front, Rafa. If we're doing, if we're having problems, stick him up front. He looks like he's kind of handy in the box. Um, going back to, to to Muto, it seems that a lot of his best work is done in the box, and in terms of kind of shot conversion in the Bundesliga, is 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 is, is pretty decent. Um, so here's a bit of stats for you, uh, here's a few stats for you, so um, of the 20 Bundesliga goals Muto has scored, 19 have come from inside the penalty area, uh, while a conversion rate, 21.6%, ranked him on the top third of those to have scored five or more league goals this term, according to who scored. So he's going to give us a lot more impetus in the box. Now I keep banging the drum about this, but one of the standout stats for Newcastle last season was their inability to take shots from inside the box. 
So Newcastle, the highest ratio percentage of shots from outside the box last season. Um, so I think we had four, so 48% of our shots were taken outside the box. And as we all know, scoring from outside the box is so much harder than scoring inside the box. We had most of our shots from outside the box, sorry, almost half our shots from outside the box. However, we, we were probably, I think, third on the list of teams who actually managed to score from outside the box. So it's such a disparity there. We need to change the way that we attack. That's a major issue. It's a, it's a stat that I, that Rafa Benitez, of course, would have picked up. Of course he would have. He, he, he'd be all over this. The, the fact that how meticulous he is and that he does his research, he does his homework, this, this will matter to him. So he'll be looking at Muto as somebody who can start to finish off these moves, create space for others inside the box. And I think that's another reason that he's been brought in and another reason why I think he will very much suit a Rafa Benitez system. So I think that's really important to take into account and not judge him before he's even pulled the shirt on for the first time. Um, as I said before, I'm happy to roll the dice on the strikers. We need something different. He's going to be coming in as a bit of an unknown entity to a lot of people. And we need to use that. We need to scare people with his pace. Um, and the fact that he, he, he does score you know, a fair few headers and, and, and works very much in the box and around the six-yard area. Which Gale does, but I just think he's a bit of an upgrade. He's international class, clearly, because he was at the World Cup. Um, Gale wasn't even close to getting into the England squad. So, you know, we'll see how that turns out. Hopefully the work permit goes through, but I think it's all but done. I'll leave it there, guys. Um, there'll be a match report video coming out um, after the Porto game. Really, really excited to be here. And thanks again to True Faith. Please check out their Facebook and check them out on Twitter as well. There'll be loads of loads of content coming from there, um, myself included. Happy to have the Team Network. This will be another Team Network transfer update. Let's hope there's a few more. See you later. Bye, Zibak.